I'm Don Kilgour, a former radio announcer and studio manager who loved radio as a medium and now takes you down memory lane as we visit the wonderful world of the wireless. Today we discover how the new electronic medium of radio affected the sporting world. Prior to radio, the only way that you could find out about your favourite sport was to attend the sporting fixtures or read about it in the newspaper the next day or during the next week. This meant that if you couldn't attend a match or a sporting event you're interested in, you couldn't find about it at least until the next day. That is, if you're able to locate a daily newspaper. However, it was later in the week if you lived in rural areas and had to wait until the weekly local paper was published. Radio changed that situation as the results of the sporting contests would be broadcast much closer to the times that they were held or the time of the event. It wasn't long before local stations commenced broadcasting local football matches in major leagues around Victoria. Local football identities or former footballers along with professional announcers would attend local matches along with a radio technician who would hook his equipment up to a landline and provide the opportunity for the commentators to describe play directly over the air. Commentating on sport on radio is much different to the commentary on television. With radio, the commentator had to provide a word picture so that the listeners could imagine just where the play was and the direction that the ball was heading. For instance, at the main sports ground in Shepparton, Deakin Reserve, you would hear the commentary like this. Umpire Jeff Wilson bounces the ball in the centre as the big men fly, and Robbie Orman palms the ball out to his Lemnos rover Itchy Howell, who shoots a stab pass out towards the grandstand wing. The ball's intercepted by Shepparton's Gerald Howard, who hand passes towards Desi Brisbane, and he kicks a long drop kick towards the Skeen Street goal end. Shepparton's champion full forward Redder Noonan takes a beautiful mark over the pack. Noonan will kick for goal from 50 yards out from the Skeen Street goal. He goes back 10 metres and slowly and deliberately runs forward with the Swans' Oscar Pausty on the mark. It's a beautiful kick and sails through the goal at goal height for Shepparton's first goal. So listeners were able to imagine just where the ball was and how the game was being played. Radio gave football a big promotion with its uh, direct commentary on play. It was wonderful for the families of the players who couldn't get to the games. Apart from the direct commentary, radio was able to supply a wonderful service to football clubs by announcing the selected teams in the local leagues on a Thursday, preview of matches on the Friday evenings, and broadcast the results of the games on Saturday night. Radio stations found that sports fans became hooked on the station that covered sport. Country people were also able to follow their favourite team in the big league, the VFL in Melbourne, just by switching on the radio. One of the great promotions for cricket was the broadcasting of test cricket around Australia. And from the home of cricket in England, once again, the commentators such as Alan McGilvray would have to create the word picture so the listeners could imagine exactly what was happening. McGilvray might say, Tyson steams in from the member's end and bowls a short ball which gets up to Miller's shoulder height and Miller deftly hooks him through backward square leg past the far-reaching arms of Barrington and it goes to the boundary for another fall for Miller. Another sport that radio commentary played a great part in its promotion was boxing. Not many fans could get into the boxing stadium so the radio commentary was much appreciated by the fans. You would hear... Ron Casey's call from the West Melbourne Stadium. 
Out they come for round three and Maxi Carlos bounces out of the red corner and hits Bracken on the point of the nose. Bracken moves backwards towards the referee's corner and Carlos chases him and lands a right hook to the jaw. Left to the side of the head by Carlos. Right by Carlos and he has the Australian champion on the ropes. An uppercut by Carlos and he swings a haymaker that catches Bracken on the chin and it knocks him out. Max Carlos is the new Australian champion. A great roar emanated from the homes across the Goulburn Valley as the radio made it possible for them to hear about the win of their local sporting hero. Horse racing was another sport that benefited greatly from the radio, especially on the ABC, which had Joe Brown at Flemington to call the big races, with the likes of Farlap thrilling the fans. Radio came into its own as a medium, and sport and the local radio industry benefited greatly from radio coverage. You're listening to the golden days of radio with Don Kilgour. Be with me next time and we'll look at the way radio started our day with the breakfast program. This has been another episode of The Wonderful World of the Wireless.